Hey everyone, and welcome to the Life Point podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to be focusing a little bit on finance. Uh, I'm your host, Caleb, and with me, I have a special guest. I have Ralph. Hello. Hey, hey Ralph. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure, sure. Yes, well, um, I'm, uh, uh, I've been in the church for like donkey's years, actually. <laughs> I, I, I keep losing track, but something like 44 years. Um, I'm married to Shan. I've got three grown-up kids, two grandkids, and I'm a chartered accountant by profession. Love it, uh, which is uh, one of the reasons I <laughs> made sure to get you on for the finance podcast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, but uh, we'll start off with the our section about what God has been speaking to us recently. Um, for me at the moment, uh, it's been, uh, I've been doing Movember over the month of November, which has been really cool. I mean, for, like getting into the finance stuff, it's like, it's something I've been doing for charity, which is really inspired me in a lot of ways but the big thing is that um so i've been doing it raising money for mental health and god's been really focusing on how like how the enemy works which has been interesting um in the mental health is something that i'd struggled with in the past and it was funny because over november it was like some of those thoughts were coming back and god was like almost like showing like you know this is how the enemy works it's like something that you've had the victory over in the past um and now you're fighting back against it and trying to do something for it um and it's like the enemy comes back and goes oh hello (laughs) (laughs) maybe this is a way way in um but god really just reaffirmed that victory that he'd put in me praise god yeah which is awesome and uh, yeah it's nice to have a chance to be doing something charitable and something that's really close to my heart that's good that's great yeah and that that focuses on you know what we're going to talk about later as well yeah yeah, well, for me, I mean, uh, if you'd asked me yesterday, I'd have said about you know, love and the book of John, which, you know, John and the letters of John. Mm. Uh, but um, God has got a habit of breaking through when you don't expect him. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of woke me up at about four o'clock this morning and with this thought, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure he, he was saying this. Um, and what he said to me basically is, if you had only 24 hours left to live, how how would you change? How would you mm. handle that situation? And that really got me thinking, which was a bit annoying, really, because it was four in the morning and I wanted <laughs> to sleep. But I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about this question. And in history, there's only, with the possible exception of Enoch in the Bible, there's probably only one yeah. person who could actually answer the question, well, nothing, and that's Jesus himself. Yeah. But it's a key question because what comes out of the, the answers to that question, which will be different in every case, are um, uh, obviously the key things that we, we, we need to, 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 to really sharpen up on and, and get. Yeah. Uh, you know, I won't obviously give you, give you my list, but um, there were really three, three key themes which came out of it. First of all, um, obviously, we need to get ourselves right. Uh, right with God if there's things that need to be put yeah. right we, we need to put them right you know repentance Amen, what, yeah. whatever it might be um, you know and, and there's a whole parable of the the wise and foolish virgins isn't there in the Bible which talks about that those that that were ready for the bridegroom <laughs> yeah. coming and those that those that weren't you know um, then the, the the other the other thing um, is relationships yeah, we've got to get our relationships right. There might be things we need to put right with people, 
yeah. um, uh, that there may be promises we need to fulfill yeah. um, or um, you know maybe people we, we, we've always meant to tell the gospel to that we, we, we would tell the gospel to yeah there's, um, a, there's, yeah. there's a few verses like um, I've been reading recently about speaking the truth in, in love absolutely which I think is something that like absolutely. really just shot out to me when you said about 20 like 24 well, hours to live I think it's speaking the truth in love to a lot of people would be exactly <laughs> what you'd be doing yeah that, that's really good because um um the um the consequences are, are often what we worry about isn't it yeah. when we, we we have to say something hard or maybe say the gospel to somebody and we don't know how they're going to react how we're going to live with this person down through the year well if yeah. you've only got 24 hours so you don't have to worry about it you just go and say it because it doesn't yeah. really matter anymore does it yeah exactly but so that that's oh, that's really good that's mm. really good yes um, and there are not many things in the, in the scripture, really, where, where you've got people that have only got uh, uh, a very limited time to live. But yeah. there, there are a couple of tragic stories. Uh, one one is is the story of Jephthah's daughter in 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 Judges eleven, and and her her response is, I I, I want to spend time with my friends. Yeah. Um, so she's focusing really on on on, on the relationships. Um, the other one, the other interesting one, is this guy called. Uh, Ahithophel, if I'm pronouncing that right, who was um, uh, an advisor to uh, uh, David initially, and then when Absalom t- took control, he 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 went to to Absalom to try and uh, frustrate his advice, and and um, basically he he ended up uh, he, he he took his own life in the end. But what he mm. what it says in the Bible is that he went back and he put his house in order. Mm. Yeah, and that speaks to me very much of of, of finance. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to put your house in order? It would be to put your affairs in order, um, which kind of brings us really round to the whole subject. Yeah, it of does, finance, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it's really nice kind of, always love a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like bringing the house into order and sort now, it's interesting, uh, Mike was speaking recently about finance and you highlighted a verse um, yeah, so Mike was talking about um, Luke 16, um, and in 10 and 11, it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? Which I think is such an interesting verse to be tackled with, because it's not, it's not like dismissing us, it's just giving us that advice that we need to... God does care about what we do with our house and keeping our house in order. Yeah. Um, it's not just a flippant thing to him. Like we talk about not, you know, we don't want to have too much of a focus on, on money and have it be the focus of our lives, but we want to be able to keep our house in order and have that focus on God for him. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it was really interesting yeah. to me to be tackled. I was quite challenged and tackled by that when yeah, Mike sure. said it. Well, I mean, the Bible, the Bible has got so much to say on, on, on the whole subject of finance. But people can sometimes think, um, particularly like new Christians or non-Christians, they often misquote the verse that, that says um, the love of money is, is the root of all kinds of evil. And they yep. sort of say, oh, well, money's the root of the evil. Well, actually, no, no, money is not no. the root of all evil. Money is... is is, is a vital part of our, our lives and, and how we handle it is absolutely crucial. 
uh, in our whole sort of walk with God, as you quite rightly say. Um, and, I, and, I, and I've heard it said, um, you know, m- money is, is an excellent servant, but a terrible master. Yeah. So if we get that equation wrong, um, that then we, we're, we're going to find ourselves in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And you and you and Mike came up with a with a great um, a few years ago came up with a great um, wheel of uh, of advice that the Bible gives about money and finance. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, uh, this was it was back in 2017 actually, and 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 Mike uh, really wanted to sort of bring this whole teaching into the church about you know how to you know, how, how to handle our worldly wealth, if you like, and, and how to get that in the right, uh, the, the right sort of context. And, and um, uh, he came up with this concept of, of, a, of a kind of a clock face of advice given in, in the book of Proverbs. And, and for, for each of these particular pieces of, of advice, he, he, he then found um, person in in the church who 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 had experience in in those areas and actually did a kind of interview format um which which worked extremely well and 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 it really was a a a brilliant time of teaching yeah it was i remember um it was it would have been one of my first years years here back in 2017 probably my second year at uni that would have been which i just remember being so amazed at kind of how, how practical and great these uh his teaching was yes um and uh if you're looking for the teaching um we're hoping to get a playlist of all of those uh preachers onto our soundcloud so if you're listening to this if you go to uh our profile soundcloud you might find a playlist of finance preachers that these that we're talking about um but they talked about 12 main points so i'll just read them out to you now so we have um escape from debt which comes from proverbs 22 7 the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is the slave to the lender uh then we have uh, don't be driven by greed which is proverbs 23 4 do not wear yourself out to get rich do not trust your own cleverness uh we have spend with care verse 2021 then we have spend with care which is uh 21 17 whoever loves pleasure will become poor poor whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich uh which is <laughs> we have uh get good advice uh twelve fifteen. the way of fools seems right to them but the wise listen to advice uh save for the future uh verse th- 30 25 ants are creatures of little strength yet they store up their food in the summer mm. um surprising amount of ant- talk, talk yeah. about ants in proverbs <laughs> <laughs> uh and we've got tithe faithfully uh Chapter three, verse nine: Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first roots of all your crops. Uh, cultivate a contented heart. Verse uh, chapter fifteen, verse fifteen: All the days of the oppressed are re- wretched, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. Then always be generous. Verse uh, thirteen of chapter twenty-one: Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. Uh, then be a hard worker. Chapter ten, verse four. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Uh, invest to prosper, chapter 31, verse 16. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Um, then be totally honest, chapter 21, verse 6. A fortune made by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a deadly snare. And then finally, 
Live in faith, not fear. Chapter 3, verse 25. Have no fear of sudden disaster or the ruin that overtakes the wicked. Uh, which is just an awesome set of verses. Oh, and uh, So great to, to read them all out. And there's some, there's some really interesting ones and ones that really uh, capture the thought. Um, I mean, I, I was just talking about my... Uh, in November and hearing the uh, hearing the one about always be generous whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered I think that that was really interesting to read because it speaks back to sort of what I was saying about like the spirit usually gives something in your heart to to do and donate to um, and I think when we think about charity we sometimes struggle thinking like do we just get, you know give to every charity what do we do and uh, I think one thing is that the spirit will always kind of highlight something to you yeah, that's, that's and so right. it's so often something that is a case of you will then like you're almost storing up and giving to something that you will need need if that makes sense like this verse talks about you know when we're crying out we won't be heard unless we give to those who cry out i think yeah. sometimes those causes that come to our hearts are ones that god's putting on us because giving faithfully and generously God will, God will then use it later on oh, in a very similar way, I think. To- totally, so amazing. totally. And, and, and the Bible, and particularly in the New Testament, over and over again, you know, um, uh, it, it's quite clear that God's d- desire for us as, a, as people of God and as a church uh, that we should be generous, uh, generous to the poor. Mm. It, it, it runs like a kind of a golden thread through, through all, all of the Gospels and, 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 yeah. and the, the, the letters as well. Um, I love the bit. Mike spoke um, a couple of weeks ago on this, and, and he said that he taught his kids about finance, and they had three little jars. Uh, one said, "Yeah, uh, give a little." One said, "Send, spend a little," and one said, "Save a little." Yeah. And they were encouraged to put their pocket money into those jars, and, and those are the three key principles I think of handling finance. Yeah. Is, is, is we, we spend a little bit. Yes, of course, we save a little bit, but perhaps most importantly of all, we, we put some aside to to give. Yeah, and you, you can see like that being key within all these. You know, you have the the save for the future advice. We have the uh, spend with care, invest to prosper. Exactly, it's all saying like in similar ways to those three. Those things. are the little pots it's aren't, aren't they? They? <laughs> coming all, through. You can almost fit all of these twelve into the yeah. <laughs> into the little pots. Which brilliant, is awesome. brilliant. Um, is there, is there one that really uh, speaks to speaks to you of the list? That... Well, I, I don't know. I think the one the one that's in fact we both we were talking about yeah. this before, and I think we both we both have one had really... the same one. So I'm I'm gonna gonna say it now, and yeah. it's that one that about cultivated contented heart. Oh yeah, you know the the that that to be honest, that is true wealth. True yes. wealth is is to be content with what you have. Yeah, um, and. Um, so many of the the problems that 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 we encounter is is when we don't have that contented heart where where we're, we're perhaps striving striving after riches or 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 we're we're perhaps envying those that have got what we haven't got you know and those are all snares but if if, if we can see those as as snares and, and just and just be thankful for for what we have then that that is the, the key to true happiness in my oh, yeah. opinion. oh definitely and it's interesting because it's almost like it's not about like not having goals and things that you want to reach as it were sure and not just 
being sort of plateaued in life. It's about just being thankful and knowing that God is God is providing for you. God has placed you where you are, exactly. um, and it's just great. Like and knowing that the things that you want to go on to do, those goals that you have, is to make sure that God is at the center of them. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, be be that sort of cheerful and peaceful about where God is placed you now the things that you're doing now but know that he needs to be at that center throughout them all um, as well absolutely absolutely it's it's, it's really interesting actually um that um we're about to do this um challenge for do the bible in in a year in a year well, yeah. without blowing my own trumpet I, i've done this <laughs> for the past two years this is the second year i've been through nice. and my um one of my readings for today was in, in funnily enough, in Pro- Proverbs 30. Um, <laughs> and um, he, he, he says, this, this, is, this is Proverbs 30, um, verse, uh, uh, verse 7. He says, Two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me my daily, only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. You know, <laughs> and that's yeah. absolutely spot on, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you, you know, basically God gives us what we what we need. Um, yeah. And what we think we need is, is, is often a different thing. But yeah. he knows what we actually do need. Yeah. And, and if we don't have enough, it's, it's, it's because he, he wants to pr- provide a miracle in our lives. Yeah. Uh, to, that we cry out to him and he gives it because he always promises to to give us our daily bread yeah um that's the you know the great lord's prayer and it give us this day our daily bread and he yeah. will always answer that prayer uh, on the other hand we, we we may get super abundance and we think oh well, we've got all this i've got more than i need here and then yeah. he, he he you know we, we we give it to the lord and he he shows us a particular need that we can actually then use give that yeah. excess into yeah. or maybe he tells us no you need to keep that to one side because um you know he knows in the future that maybe something's going to happen and we're going to need that money mm. um so we, we just trust him we just have to yeah. trust him that whatever he gives us is the right amount yeah yeah amen i mean that's 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 really that that key throughout and i think almost the spine of the finances is trusting in god with it because he knows he knows what to do with it a heck of a lot better than, than us. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same in every area, isn't yeah. it? You just have to trust him. But finances, that's where the rubber meets the road in life, yeah. isn't it? Really, you know. Um, we're talking about like this is yeah. the nitty gritty of life uh, in yeah. its in its rawness. But if we can find God in in that, we, we, you know that that is is the key, isn't yeah. it? And we, we can find him in any any situation. Oh yeah. And um, it's interesting, one, one thing that also highlights to me from this, and this comes from, uh, so we asked uh, the church for questions about finance that we could we could uh, chew on and talk about. And then there was one, basically, well, there was one question that, uh, we did get multiple of it, but just one question came in, really. And it was this, it was, uh, how much is the right amount to give? Hey, Which hey. is such a, honestly, a, That's a tricky one. A tricky one. <laughs> But it, it ties a lot into uh, point number six, which is tithe faithfully. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I know, so the Bible does say what a tithe 
is in an amount yes specifically yeah which is uh a tenth of your first fruits yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean Um, it, it is yeah uh that um but one one thing i would say because i mean i've thought a lot about about this over the years obviously in my my role with with finance and yeah. i've been the treasurer of the church and all sorts of things and so the, the this is this is a real really important question and and, yeah. and so, so some for sometimes for, for 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 new christians it can be a bit of a a bit of a stumbling block a bit of a, a bit of a tricky a tricky one but that principle is there and it's in it's in the in the old testament we don't see it quite so much in the new testament but it's a principle that we've always held to uh, as a church and as a family of churches yeah. um, because I believe it's a godly principle. Yeah. And, and, and basically, I mean, if you think about it this way, everything that we get actually is, is, belongs to God. Yeah. Uh, we, we, don't, we don't really own anything. We're, we're entrusted with it. We're stewards with it. There's an old saying that says, when you die, you can't take it with you. And, and <laughs> I know we, we all have a bit of a laugh about it, but it's absolutely true. And if you yeah. think about it, oh, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're not, we don't own anything, yeah. really. We're just stewards of it in our time on earth. And it's in, instead of saying, well, you know, oh, God, God's going to make me give 10% like a <laughs> It's a my sort of, God is really generous. He's letting me yeah. keep 90% of this for myself. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, but I, I know, you know, I've, ha- I've had conversations, obviously, with, with people that have been in, in difficult financial situations. Yeah. And, and this becomes a key question sometimes. You know, you're really struggling to pay the rent or yeah. buy the weekly shop or, or provide food for your kids. And, and yet, you, you, you know, I'm supposed to give 10% of this to, to the church. And that can be a, a, a real pressure. I, and yeah. I know some people have, have, have faithfully done this and they've been absolutely richly blessed. But others are others do struggle with this, and 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 God's not like you know this isn't like beating you with a stick. No. You know it says in Malachi that you know test me in this, trust me in this. If you if you bring your tires into the storehouse, see I will open the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that you can't yeah. even contain it. You know that's God's heart for us with tithing, yeah. and and let's not lose sight of that. But if you are struggling and you're finding it difficult, don't see this as a legalistic thing. Um, just, just give what you can, yeah. you know, um, even if it's only a few pence, but just make that, you know, um, take that step and, and, and start. And, and as you begin to put that into, pr- into practice, God will, God will multiply that to you. And, and soon you'll find you can trust him with a whole 10%. Yeah. And, and in some cases, possibly even, even more than that. But yeah. the 10% is a, that's a, 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 a good guideline and it's a good, um, you know, it's a good principle to follow, and I encourage everybody to follow it. Oh yeah, and I think also like again, it's 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 listening to God and speaking to God. Like He knows your situation. If you pray to Him and you go, "Is this right for me?" Like right now, you know, He's going to give you an answer. That might be yes, it is. Do <laughs> do it. But you know, yeah. if it is a case of you need to get your house in order before doing it, God will speak. You know. It's about trusting God again, like what we were saying. Totally, absolutely, um, and trusting God with that. And I think another question, like I know I've had in the past about finance from students, is about whether to tithe on your student loan, <laughs> which is which is an interesting topic. And I've, I've I've gone so back and forth on it. I think one thing that God highlighted to me, at least for my situation with it, because 
student loan was something I lived on. And the key word in there is loan. Mm. I think something God really spoke to me about was um, Jesus saying, you know, give to God what is God. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Um, and something I think is sometimes important is, I think it's like uh, a case of, you know, if you feel like it's right to tithe it, tithe it or offer, give it as an offering. But I think when it comes to those first fruits through a loan, you know that you have to pay that back. And so there's an element where, you know, that is Caesar, you know, that money is in that case Caesar's. So give to Caesar what is Caesar's yeah. the loan. Yes. Um, yes. I would agree. I would agree with you there. Um, uh, when I was at university, I was, I was very lucky enough to be in the regime where it was grants and that grant yeah. was given to you. I think if it's a grant, then, 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 that there's a that there's something that would say then yes perhaps you should yes, give ten yeah. percent of that grant or, or or if you're receiving money from other funds or, or if you if you if you're doing a job like yes, a part time job or something job, yeah. like that I think it's a it's a good principle to to to, to do that it, it's yes. it's a it's a habit it's a it's a discipline and it's a habit and it's a good habit to 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 cultivate and yeah. do but um uh. You know, don't don't see this as a legalist legalistic thing, and I think yeah. that's a key. That's a key to everybody. Don't see yeah. this as a legalistic thing. See this as a as a as a as a, as a beautiful covenantal demonstration yeah. of our our trust and and love for God. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's that's. I mean, that's something I love so much about God is you know he he walks with us through these things. Like he's he's with you, and he knows your situation. He's not saying this, like you say, as a legalistic thing. You have to do this. He's saying this, like as a way, let me bless you. Yes. Through what you're doing. Yes. For me, for me, in a lot of ways, which is just that's mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> anyway, you go, wait, what? And you God just is kind so of good. Take a double take, but yeah, God is God is fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, I mean, another one that's very dear to my heart in the work that I do with. Uh, particularly with uh, Christians Against Poverty, is this one uh, on, on escape from debt? Yeah. Um, now debt is is debt is like a monster, really. That yeah. stalks us. It says, um, you know, the, 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 the Proverbs twenty two verse seven: the, the rich rule over the poor, the borrower is slave to the lender. This is this is this is strong. These these are strong yeah. analogies here. Yeah. Um, uh, debt is like a trap. It talks about it as being like a snare, escape from the fowler's snare. It says it in the in the Bible. I can't remember exactly where, but you know, it, it talks about escaping from from debt. You know, it is literally fleeing away away from it. Um, you know, there are some types of debt I think which which are are are, are perfectly good and acceptable. Things like mortgages, mm. uh, things like uh, in some cases perhaps. Uh, uh, a loan for a car or something yeah. like that where you're you know you're able to pay it back uh, without causing yourself financial hardship um but but i think we need to be very careful of things like credit cards uh, yeah. of of personal loans and and particularly things like payday loans and so forth yeah. where you get this ridiculously high uh, levels of interest and the, the key really is to is to not go into those things in the first place but yeah. but if you do find yourself uh, in in a situation where you are kind of trapped in that, for goodness sake, um, do do uh, uh, come and, and ask for some some help because there's so yeah. much help uh, uh, available, you know, with, from within the church. Um, uh, for myself, go to Mike, go to your life group leader, 
uh, come directly to me, and, and and we can we can actually you know help you uh, uh, to to um, to find a way a way through this, yeah. um, which kind of brings us on to another one, isn't it? Which is, which is which is the get good advice. Get good advice, four, yeah. You know, um, the wise listen to advice. Yeah, I definitely and um, I know so like definitely contact us and we can uh, get you to resources like CAP or just get that advice from people that you know around you in the church um but yeah if you if you need to contact us with anything uh email podcast at lifepoint.org.uk um we'll get back to you if that's for uh resources for uh links to financial resources let us know if that's questions that you want answered on on the podcast um email to podcast at lifepoint.org.uk and we can tackle topics in another podcast or have a question section in a podcast to really tackle what you guys uh, want to hear um i want to thank ralph for coming in today this has been really great and it's been awesome to get into sort of practical stuff of god with you today hallelujah had a yeah. great time it's been brilliant um yeah thank you all for listening and uh hope to see you soon bye <laughs>